On today's episode of Into Your Head, number 626 for Wednesday, a groundbreaking theory about pheromones from litter, why branding is wasted on cats, the role of monkey bars in evolution, where water really comes from, all-time energy drinks, and a visit to McDonald's through the eyes of a cat, and lots more. Hello. a lot to get on with today, items that need to be attended to, issues that need to be addressed, topics, uh, oh, topics, we've got lots and lots of topics, we're positively booming to the seams with topics, we've got topics going out of this, that and everywhere, uh, I haven't drunk my energy drink yet, well that's not completely true, uh, I drunk some energy drink earlier but then I got distracted, I got distracted by cramming, uh, cramming as much materials as I could into the recycling bin, uh, I basically made it, I erected an extension to the top of it using cardboard, uh, put plastic over to keep it dry because uh, I'm a ah, I'm a caring citizen uh, besides which uh, one of the refuse men in Dublin got killed by his own lorry uh, yesterday he got swallowed into his own lorry and tragically lost his life uh, so I think tomorrow I'm going to be nice to the bin men uh, be kind uh, be kind unwind uh, don't overfill your bin and if you do overfill it do it in a safe manner uh, wrap it in a oh, wrap it in strong cardboard and then wrap that in recycling see-through plastic uh, that'll keep it dry and keep a soft, a hard, uh, erect uh, cardboard structure uh, will be the stops and it's okay. Uh, apart from that, no, I haven't drunk my energy drink yet because I was doing that and I was also semi-preparing today's dinner. Uh, uh, Christ, that's disgusting. Uh, monster, uh, monster energy drink with fucking tea in it. Uh, what will they think of next? I'll tell you what they'll think of next. They'll think of... Uh, they'll think of going back to the old days. In my day it was Lucasade and it was, oh, it was uh, seven up boiled in a, oh, boiled up in a saucepan and given to your children if they were sick or else a bit of milk or a bit of water. Uh, in my day you were allowed to drink water all day, every day and no one had any objection to it. You didn't have people coming up to you in the street saying, that's an awful waste of water. Where did you get that water? Did you bottle it? And I'll say, yes, I did. I bottled it from my top and they'll say now where do you think that top comes from and I'll say oh uh, I believe the builders bought uh, bought them in bulk when they were building this estate of houses uh, they bought them in bulk off a oh off a plumbing supplies uh, supplier at least that would be my guess uh, why do they ask why do you ask and they'll say no I mean do you know where that uh, from whence uh, from where from whence does from whence work for is from whence mean from where or for when from when uh, let's say it means from when anyway they'll say from where from where does the water come when it emerges through that pipe into your house and i'll say i presume it emerges from uh, the clouds. I presume the pipe comes down out of the clouds. Uh, they keep it. That's uh, got an elastic end on it. And the uh, oh, the Met service are who telling them where to point it at nowadays. So they'll have a funnel at the end of it, and they'll hold the pipe end of the pipe under the biggest cloud they can find every day. And when there's no clouds, that's when they tell you, uh, conserve water, conserve water, conserve it like be damned. Don't be flushing your toilet. Uh, don't be pissing, trying. Piss 
Marcus Ness, uh, have dry tea, uh, have, have a s- espressos. Espressos are uh, the most friendliest way to handle water. An espresso uses hardly any water at all. Double espresso, uh, double strength espresso uses uh, no more water, but a double espresso would double the amount of water in it. That's just uh, being silly. If you're going to do that, get two espressos. Would I put them both in the same paper cup? Because uh, otherwise, I've seen people go into the shop, myself included, say, Hello, can I have two double espressos, please? And they'll get, get out two little espresso cups and put a double espresso in one and a double espresso in the other. And it never occurs to them to say, Do you want the two espressos lumped in together in a big cup? And that'll save a, save a bit on polystyrene or whatever it is. I remember back in the old days when McDonald's started in Ireland, they used to put the burgers in a yellow. Cover, uh, cover uh, some sort of uh, plastic box anyway. It was like an egg cup. Uh, I can tell you, it tasted a lot nicer in those days out of that than it does now. Now they just cram it into a bit of folded cardboard. And while, while, while that may well be better on the environment, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it isn't. Uh, the environment is not helped by people not enjoying their food as much. Uh, i tell you that when I was in the McDonald's yesterday. I was sitting in the McDonald's in Kilkenny passing the time. And I saw, I saw some woman who worked there go out to water the flowers. Uh, she had four McDonald's cups, one inside the other, and she was filling the top one with water and coming out and watering a couple of plants. Then she was going back in and coming back out and watering them again from the top cup with her, uh, into the plants. And then when she was finished, she put all four cups in the fucking bin. And that's what we're dealing with here now. Until we up the standards of education on these... I thought they had a McDonald's university they, where they train people like this. Uh, although apparently uh, they're having the same problem that they say they have in England where the uh, the exam results are going up over the years but they claim that it's only because the standard uh, of corrections is going down. I don't know. Now all I can say is McDonald's University, you need to start with the basics. It's all very well uh, learning how to, oh, learning how to market cheese at children by putting a, oh, putting a fake burglar monster in front of them and having the fellow with the red head cheese chasing them down with an axe and then saying cheese uh, prevents that. Uh, cheese causes nightmares if you have a too late at night. Luckily you won't be bringing your children to our establishment late at night unless you're an irresponsible parent. So it's perfectly good for them to have cheese during the day and they won't be having nightmares late at night or if they do it's because of whatever you feed them at night which is your responsibility as a parent. That's what they're trying to say with the, uh, the hamburger and the and his an arch nemesis, uh, Ronald McDonald, or whatever his real name is. Ronald McDonald! Uh, Ron, that sounds a bit Scottish, if you don't mind me saying that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, I know, knew some McDonald's in Ireland. I don't think they were Scottish. Uh, I knew a fella called Ron. I discussed him recently on the show. He was, that was probably short for Ronald, now that I think about it. Uh, but we all go back a couple of episodes and you'll see an episode of Into Your Head in the last week or two 
you cold people called Ron. And that's got no connection whatsoever with McDonald's. Uh, unless he worked in well, on that some stage. I don't think so. He was in some uh, some sort of business or other. The details of which I can't remember. Uh, possibly because my mind is only designed to remember things that are relevant at this moment. And that sure as hell isn't relevant at this moment. Uh, if you think that's relevant at this moment. Uh, then I can tell you you've got a mighty shock coming to you when you review this in your own mind and realize oh my mind is bringing up things like the cookie monster uh, and anti-disestablishmentarianism and Professor Stephen Hawking's as I listen to this my mind is bringing up all sorts of irrelevant things uh, maybe I should go see a chiropodist uh, or a head doctor I suppose uh, to have this dealt with you'll be largely right about that anyway hello and welcome to the show now uh, I know what you're thinking there and for once in your pathetic little life you're uh, oh you're quite right unless you're uh, thinking something other than what I think you're thinking, in which case I'm wrong, and but you're not right either, uh, you're thinking something pointless, uh, but if you are thinking what I think you're thinking, and uh, you're thinking oh, uh, he missed a bit there, he never explained why he thought uh, people enjoying their McDonald's out, out of an oldie style uh, Apollo styrene egg cup style uh, hamburger container rather than the modern cardboard things is good for environment, the environment, uh, which in I did, did claim. I did claim that people being happy while eating that food is good for the environment. Uh, well, I'm sure if you're a biologist or some sort of people, people like that uh, will know uh, that when you're happy, you produce pheromones. And if you're enjoying a hamburger more, uh, you produce some sort of happiness pheromones, I'm sure. And those happiness pheromones, uh, they're landing on top of the burger case. And uh, now, if it was a cardboard case, uh, for one thing, you you won't enjoy it as much so you'll produce less happiness pheromones uh, but if it's a oh it's a, if it's a cardboard one well, it'll just soak up any pheromones that you do manage to pr produce and they'll just end it up in a landfill somewhere uh, but if it's these old style uh, polystyrene uh, egg cup boxes, uh, well, they, they'll hold. Uh, they'll hold. They'll hold on the surface your happiness pheromones for some time. So if someone wandering along happens to stumble across one on the street, uh, hopefully they'll get some happiness pheromone onto them. And that'll spread a bit of happiness. You never know. You might have some fella who's down on his luck uh, going around shuffling around for bits of old burgers. And of course, there'll be nothing in yours because he enjoyed yours and he ate every bit uh, but at least uh, unknownst to him uh, by touching the burger box he'll get a bit of your happiness pheromone on him and later today later in the day he'll realise oh I'm feeling a bit more positive than usual for no reason at all uh, I suppose that's good in fact I'm happy about that uh, and that's all because of packaging uh, but I don't know because of you people you obsessives you're obsessed with saving the earth apparently the earth is doomed unless it's not uh, unless they pick up every single bit of litter and rubbish that's on the floor on O'Coddle Street you can't be having bits of plastic lying around on the floor for more than five seconds uh, if you do they fine you eight million dollars and they put you in jail they say off to prison you must go you must go you must go off to prison you must go my fair lady you must go off to prison you must go 
now I might be mixing up the lyrics from a musical or something called My Fair Lady a song that my uh, mentally disadvantaged brother learned in special school when he was a child and used to sing a lot uh, and either way call it a mashup I happen to like it myself uh, but you get the general idea so uh, you drop anything in the street and suddenly you're the most evil monster on society you're dropping litter everyone thinks oh Christ that fella's littering uh, that's worse than that's worse than bludgeoning a child with a uh, with a sharp object and then dropping the odd object on the floor which itself is litter but at least he's having the decency to leave some evidence so we can catch him and then they put them into prison and they give them presumably plastic disposable knives so that they don't oh so that they don't uh, kill each other and then they no one complains about that no one says look at all that abuse of plastic uh, non-biodegradable plastic uh, you can't win either way if you have something that rots and you throw it on the ground they'll say that's disgusting that's going to rot there uh, but if you get something that's not going to biodegrade for 10 million years it's going to last forever and you drop that on the floor they'll say that's going to be there for 10 million years unless someone has the decency or the presence of mind to think oh I can take that and use it for something else no they just assume the worst they assume that if you drop a plastic bottle on the pavement that's going to be there serving no purpose until it eventually goes away uh, sometime between now and whenever the sun burns up I'll say, uh, I don't know. It's all, it's all, everybody's all negative about this. It's all negative, negative, negative. They don't even realise two negatives makes a positive. It's one of the first things you learn in school. Now, once they teach you about, all about numbers and adding and subtracting and minus numbers, then they tell you uh, two negatives make a positive. So if you, ah, if you owe money to two people, you owe them both ten, uh, you owe them both ten dollars each, let's say. I don't know why I'm saying dollars today. I'm in the Eurozone. Uh, let's say you owe them 10 euros each uh, and you tell them that fellow always owes 10 euros by me and that fellow over there is owed 2 euros by me. Uh, why don't I fuse them together somehow? Get them together as a couple and the two debts will cancel each other. And that, that doesn't work, I suppose. That's probably not a a viable implementation of my idea. Uh, well, I'm more of an ideas person than an implementation uh, person. We can't all be everything to all men. We can't be all things to all men to all creatures. Uh, I, for example, I couldn't uh, sexually satisfy a hedgehog that I met out in the street. But I can come up with a podcast that can entertain at least uh, several hundred people all in one go across the world. Uh, so no, we can't all do everything. That's why we uh, divide up our tasks and talents as appropriate absolutely fucking fantastic is it time for a dad break yes it probably is uh, did I tell you about my new uh, my new promotion uh, only until the 31st of August absolutely fucking fantastic uh, here's what you can do they need batteries for anything you probably do everything needs batteries your car needs batteries uh, your, uh, oh, your remote control needs batteries your phone needs batteries uh, your fucking uh, that thing you have inside your heart that needs batteries they need to be probably need to 
replaced, be replaced by a surgeon every 10 years. Uh, but do it on the cheap. Go to IntiorHead.com. Down the right, you'll see my new uh, my new affiliate, all the, all somethingbattery.com. It's got some, some sort of line in the middle. Doesn't matter because you just click on the banner through my site. You'll see underneath the link, uh, free shipping code. You ship use coupon code you'll see it on the website and it expires the 31st of the 12th this year uh, you get free shipping on batteries uh, for a 75 dollar purchase minimum so you could buy a big fucking heavy battery going to cost them oh it's going to cost them about 10,000 quid to ship to you uh, but they'll give you free shipping as long as you spent over 75,000 and even when that offer runs out on the 31st of the 12th uh, all battery will be remaining one of my affiliates and anytime you buy anything through them I get a major cut of the action doesn't cost you anything extra see into your head.com and look for the old battery.com ads down the side uh, if you not into that, just continue to shop on my Amazon links, as people have kindly been doing. Uh, Amazon.com, Amazon UK, Amazon Canada, just click through the links every time you're going to buy anything on them. At my website, intoyourhead.com. Hello, this advertisement seems very long. Uh, very long, uh, but there's a lot to explain nowadays. Anyway, hello. Hello, I'm Judge Judy, and when I'm not doling out judge entertainment to the ignorant masses, I listen to Into Your Head monkey bars that's what they call them they call them monkey bars i believe they're uh, an item of furniture in a typical uh, public park children's playground as uh, basically a climbing frame i hope i've got this right now you have the same sort of thing i believe in a monkey's enclosure in the zoo uh, all very well there's plenty of productive purpose and helps them all energize themselves uh, but frankly uh, i'm not sure whether this is going to make for much of a segment in an entertainment audio podcast uh, I suppose it's worth a try uh, what could we say about monkey bears that hasn't been said before uh, well the only way we know that is to troll through what has been said before and see if anything comes out of us as being missing uh, so I'll come back to this one I've read up whatever the recommended reading is I'm sure someone's written uh, someone's written a history of monkey bars uh, if I go down to my local library uh, there's probably monkey bars down near there too because there's a public park as well let's so go to the zoo as well uh, the zoological garden but they're uh, almost 50 miles from here uh, frankly I don't fancy that much of a trip uh, just to have a look at some monkeys behind bars and the bars that they're behind those aren't the monkey bars the monkey bars I'm talking about would be the climbing frame that I assume they have in there or maybe they've got something more imaginative nowadays maybe they've got uh, bits of trees and real trees and branches uh, like out in the real world if you see a monkey out in the real world in the street you'd expect it to be climbing trees uh, you'd also call the police you'd all 999 and they'd say hello uh, what is your emergency and I'd say my emergency is that there's a fucking monkey out in the street uh, the rest of us have all evolved into human beings but there's one monkey here uh, looking very underdeveloped and while I've nothing against underdeveloped humans being free to go outside and live as full a life as everyone else uh, frankly I think having a monkey out here is going a 
bit too far so would you mind sending out the appropriate services uh, I don't know what ones I suppose the police would be a good place to start they'd know where to go uh, not sure about the ambulance services you could probably get a vet or something make sure it's damn sure it's something who knows more about more than stuff about how to uh, oh how to de descale a rabbit or how to put a hedgehog in for the winter under a cushion I don't know we need a monkey I suggest, I suggest calling the zoo Frank quite frankly the zoo the zoo the zoo the wonderful zoo the zoological gardens that was the first song I learned in school uh, come with me come to the zoo it's such an, uh, something to do you'll see all the tigers and elephants and monkeys and something and elephants too the zoo, the zoo, the wonderful zoo. Uh, some things. I'm surprised I can't used to be able to remember it all. That's rather disappointing. It was one of the highlights of my earliest memories of being in school. And I can't even remember the whole fucking song. In fact, I'm sure I got the words from another song mixed in there too. Uh, the memory is a cruel bastard. It lets you remember all bad things that have happened. But if I want to remember uh, the first song that was ever so sung to me as an innocent little child about a zoo and actually well, now that I finally actually have a use for it as an illustrative, illustrative piece of music in my podcast uh, no won't come to mind at all properly for fuck's sake fuck you memory you cunt uh, memory remember this you're a cunt that's what I want you to remember uh, you're a cunt 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 memory anyway uh, where was I uh, oh yes I saw something about the monkey being out in no no uh, nothing against people of lower intelligence or lower uh, elevation or evolvity being out in the streets uh, but if there's a monkey I think they need to have that would need to be looked into the questions would need to be asked and furthermore answers would need to be given that's all I'm saying just have someone look into the situation and see uh, investigate whether anything needs to be done that's the bare minimum you expect uh, but no no I was saying earlier uh, someone needs a fucking McDonald's uh, bag out in the street then straight away the litter oh the litter warden is down on you like a ton of bricks uh, he puts you in jail for the rest of your life and McDonald's gets fined uh, but you leave a beautiful monkey free to roam the streets uh, the streets of hit used to roam before even human beings were created and that's considered a big problem gets oh gets second billing on the national 9 o'clock news uh, that's the kind of fucked up world we're living in Hello, this is J. Edgar Casey, and whenever I am listening to fine podcasts, I tune into the Into Your Head program because it, it, it's very clean. If you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in today's program, email us at studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Two cats walk into a local, uh, independent, franchise-owned uh, branch of McDonald's. Uh, McDonald's hamburger restaurants, as they're known in, uh, in some parts, or McDonald's, as they're known to others, or Mickey D's, as they're known to our local uh, vulgar children. It's all the same, doesn't matter. Nothing... 
uh, shouldn't be complaining about people refusing to kowtow to branding and just choosing to call these businesses whatever they want to call them. I suppose that's fair enough. It shows a sign of independent thinking. Uh, but what we're talking about here is two cats. And uh, as far as I'm concerned, cats, uh, we don't need to worry about though, them being affected by branding. It's not an issue uh, as long as the, qual the quality of the stuff inside the tin is what counts to them and how it tastes and whether it makes them vomit afterwards uh, whether they're good at remembering what makes them vomit and what doesn't because uh, that can get a little repetitive suppose that's the owner's job uh, to manage that anyway and anyway no two cats walk into a mcdonald's uh, one of the cats goes straight up to the mcdonald's counter and says hello are you still serving breakfast and the girl behind the counter says uh, oh she looks confused for a minute and then she says uh, but we haven't been serving breakfast yet sir we just opened uh uh, the cat says, uh, what I meant was, uh, is it possible to order breakfast now? Can breakfast be got by uh, within the, oh, I'm out. have I arrived within the correct time for uh, a breakfast order to be placed and successfully uh, dealt with? And the woman says, uh, do you want fries with that, sir? And the cat says, I haven't asked you for anything yet. And the woman says, uh, I'm sorry, you have to take what you get. Now, do you want uh uh, what do you want anyway? Uh, let's start again. And the cat says, I think that's a good idea. I'll have an orange juice. And the woman says, do you want that supersized with fries? And the cat says, no, I want an orange juice. And I want, uh, oh, I want, uh, what do I want? There's a good question for you. I'll have a uh, freaking sausage egg McMuffin with uh, stuff on it. And the woman said, do you want uh, the usual stuff on it? And the cat said yes, uh, but put a bit extra on it because I noticing you're putting less sauce on everything than you did a few years ago. Uh, if you get some waffles nowadays or pancakes for breakfast, uh, the yucky thing of uh, sauce that they you give us is a lot smaller, so give me two of them. And the woman says, I'm sorry, sir, I can't give you two of them. And the cat says, I've got money, look, I've got money here. I can't show it to you because it's hanging in a bag from my collar. You're going to have to get it out yourself. I'll trust you with that, even though you're a moron. Uh, but though I've got money, I can pay for extra sauce and prepare to, oh, uh, stuff the cost. I can, I can pay for, I just want to have enough wedge on my pancakes. Is that too much to ask of a cat who can speak and who is your first customer of the day? And the woman says, uh, Sir, there's no need to take that tone with me. And the cat said, I never said there was any need to take that tone with you. I'm a cat. I'm barely able to speak and you're judging me by what tone I take. Give me a fucking break. Uh, if, I, if Jesus came along here and he turned all your hamburger buns into uh, fishes, would you say, Oh, uh, it's breakfast time we can't be serving fishes we need them turned back into burgers you would not he'd say fucking hell is that G either that's jesus or that's a really remarkable magician who should be on the television or at least on a podcast of some sort and the woman says uh sir uh i've forgotten where we were did you order anything yet and he says yes i ordered some orange juice and i ordered some uh, sausage and uh, pancakes 
uh, with two uh, two buckets of pancake. I'll tell you, we'll make it easier for you. Give give you two servings of that, and then you have to give me two tubs of uh, the saucy stuff. Uh, it'll cost me a fortune uh, in money, uh, but it'll save me a lot in uh, emotional distress later. Because there's more important things than money. Happiness is more important than being calm and not turning into Michael Douglas and falling down. No, no, I'll just put put the extra money uh, to make up for ah uh, to make up for this woman's stupidity and this company's greed. As well, you can't spend your whole life worrying about stuff like that uh, so yes I'll have uh, two uh, two servings of sausage egg mac pancake uh, with syrup with both please even though I'm only going to eat one I'll probably bring the other half home to my cat oh, oh, oh there's a little joke from you because you see I'm a cat uh, I'll probably bring them them home to my owner who uh, patronise me and say oh thank you very much and then she'll dump them into my bowl for me to eat uh, cunt anyway uh, how much will that be and the woman says that will be 8 euros and 79 cents please and the cat says certainly uh, I'll just get up on the counter now and can reach into my purse that's hanging around my neck and the woman says okay but I'd rather you didn't get up on the counter because uh, we've won awards for hygiene and the cat says, it's okay, I'll lick myself while I'm doing it. And the woman says, uh, okay, uh, here goes. There you go, I took the money out. I'll show it to you, because I know you think I'm a criminal. I'll show you every single coin I took out. And here's your change, and I'll put the I'll put the change in here. And the cat says, no, put the change up my arse, please. And the woman says, excuse me. And the cat says, I said, put the change up my arse, please. And the woman says, I think I'd rather not do that. And the um, uh, the cat says, I'm sure he's sure he'd rather not do anything that you do here. Well, this is your job, and until you get a better one, this is what you're stuck with. Now, do it. Uh, I think that's where we leave the story there, because I don't know where it's going to go from there. On with the show. Now, uh... I know what you're thinking there. Uh, you're thinking, did he just spend six and a half minutes uh, looking at McDonald's through the eyes of a cat? Uh, well, yes, indeed I did. Uh, if you can drive along your road at night uh, with your drunk-driven driving eyes and follow the lines along the middle of the road, those are called cat's eyes, you know. You wouldn't find them in the cat's natural inhabitat, I can tell you. They wouldn't be lined up along the middle of the road. Uh, but they're lined up for you. Uh, so when you're driving at night in an area that only has cat's eyes along the middle of the road uh, I think I can tell you you'll be damn sure to be looking at the world through the eyes of a cat uh, now just imagine you're doing something less uh, less concentration intensive than that and you're just going into McDonald's wouldn't you like to have a cat in front of you asking all the questions that you don't want to ask uh, I know I would I'd love to go up to the cookie cat there's a fucking uh, little box display now up on the counter it's got cookies in it two types of Nestle troll house cookies in it and every time I go up to point it I'll say ah hello I'll have a cappuccino and one of those please and I point at the oh I point at the chocolate chip one and they'll say sorry we're out of them uh, it appears to be that that's, uh, uh, that's not a real one in the box it's only a display or else it's an old mouldy one uh, that even the likes of them aren't allowed to sell because uh, they've won hygiene awards in 
landlord and that's probably why maybe they sell those in other countries uh, but oh no no matter how many cookies appear to be in the display box they always like to tell me no uh, we don't have any of them and there's no way we could uh, oh there's no way we could manufacture one in the amount of time that it takes uh, and an acceptable length of service in a fast food restaurant a cookie takes how long does a cookie take to make I suppose it takes about 15 minutes first you get the dough uh, then you get the oh you get the uh, raisins and you get the bits of chocolate and you mix them all together like a five year old would in a bowl and then you put them on a freaking uh, baking dish and then you put them in a hot oven and then you sit and wait and sit and wait and sit and wait or else you multitask you go and serve some other customers while you're doing it I suppose 15 minutes would be quite a long time to wait for something to dip dip in my freaking uh, dip in my freaking coffee uh, but I'd rather that than dip a freaking uh, whatever the latest sandwiches that's got weird sauce on it I had a new McDonald's chicken baking thing the other day uh, but, uh, but I took a bite off and put it in my mouth and I had to spit it out immediately or so fucking disgusting uh, if you're ever in Ireland at McDonald's and you see the new chicken uh, oh it's uh, they're advertising it has chicken and bacon were meant to go together well that may well be but they weren't meant to be have fucking uh, blood poison or whatever it is it's probably a oh it's probably some sort of sauce made out of blood oranges have you ever accidentally eaten the blood orange uh, it's one of the worst things known to man uh, I think they're meant to recreate whatever it feels like to be a uh, uh, to have been forced into being a vampire but you're not really one so you're not really enjoying it you're just pretending to be one of them so they don't kill you and you bite into someone's neck uh, the taste you get from that would be the taste of a blood orange uh, if you ever have the opportunity to eat a blood orange uh, avoid it like the plague uh, say no not things that's like the you might as well be handing me a, a fossilised potato from back in the potato famine and I'd open it up and it would just be potato blight coming out at me from all over the place uh, hell no I'd rather I'd rather get on the fucking Titanic with your man and your one uh, oh your one from the posh family I'd rather go hide in their bunker uh, at least I'd be ready for when it starts sinking I'd say oh look there's glaciers up ahead I'm pretty damn sure I know what's going to happen now uh, luckily I've brought an inflatable dinghy with me that's what I'd do if I was going on I'm surprised people didn't there must have been people there who had lived before and they'd have heard about the Titanic and maybe you lose all your memory when you're reincarnated uh, especially into the past I don't know I don't know I don't know how it all works I can only speculate I spent 600 and Twist 625 odd episode speculating, and there's still more speculating to do. And you still, uh, you still want to try a blood orange for Christ's sake? We'll never be, we'll never run out of curiosities in this world. I can tell you, there's always going to be something to talk about, there's always going to be something to taste and then spit out. Uh, I'll tell you, try spitting out a bit of a blood orange, though. I uh, know that's going to be difficult uh, unless you've managed to not break the skin 
skin, uh, the skin of the segment, because the segment has a little tin skin on it, uh, the Norin. So I suppose if you just, uh, well then, oh, well, they won't, you won't get the taste till you bite into that. And then it's too late. You'll have to get a fucking J-claw and wipe the inside of your mouth with it. And then you're going to have to, oh, then you're going to have to get one of them tins of uh, hot mints and put them in your mouth and suck. Uh, suck and suck and suck like there's no tomorrow until the taste is gone from your head. Uh, then you're just going to have to uh, spend half an hour meditating. Uh, meditating and deciding ever whether you ever want to eat a vegetable or fruit again. Is it, is it worth it? Is anything... Stuff like this really worth the nutrients you get from it. You might as well. That's how people turn into vampires. That's uh, oh, one possible. You have to admit, that's one possible exclamation. Ex, ex, uh, bollocks. Uh, explanation, anyway. As uh, one possible. Uh, just because it's only one of many, uh, that doesn't mean it can't be without consideration. Uh, the world being uh, flat, that was one of many possible exclamations at one time. Uh, the other possibility was that the earth was square. Uh, it could be square and flat at the same time. In fact, as far as I'm concerned, the world could still be flat. Uh, it's just uh, round and flat. It's round and flat at the same time. So it's circular. Uh, the surface is certainly flat, uh, apart from all the mountains. The surface. Think of the surface of the earth as a piece of paper, a pe or a piece of cling film that's being wrapped around a ball. Uh, and there's little leftover bits, and you pinch them, and they become mountains. And then there's bits where there's holes, and those are volcanoes. And then there's bits where some arsehole always has to take the wrapper off new things straight away, like a like an OCD monster. Monster. Uh, those are called, I don't know, I don't know how far you can take a metaphor for like this. Uh, just go back to uh, blood oranges, they're the way not to go, uh, just be aware of that. If there's one thing you've learned from today's episode of Into Your Head number 325, uh, it's that blood oranges uh, will be the last thing you ever eat on this planet. Uh, you'll probably end up you have committed some crime uh, for which you get the death punishment and like in the proper legal system they'll say what would you like for your last meal and you'll say oh thank you very much I'll have just toast and marmalade please and they'll say yes and what would you least like to be your last meal ever and you'll remember me now and you'll say blood oranges and that's when you'll end up eating blood oranges and people will be looking at you and saying Christ he's even worse than we thought he was he there he is he a blood orange down his throat. I think we've got the right fella here, all right. Uh, a lights, camera, action, let's kill him. Uh, that'll be the end of you. Well, that's hardly my fault. I didn't commit whatever evil crimes you you committed in that scenario. And frankly, if you did, uh, you deserve to be trying out a blood orange as your last act on earth uh, until you come back as a titanic person or whatever it is I said you would. Anyway, good morning. I'll support this free podcast. Go to IntoYourHead.com slash tip jar. Sit, Rody. Sit. Good cat. IntoYourHead.com